It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. This week on B movie breakdown, we get laid, relayed, and parlayed. Wow. Wow. Wow, indeed. It's a direct quote from a uh, very classy and attractive waitress <laughs> in uh, this week, or bartender, waitress type person in this week's movie. Uh, this is the Big Movie Breakdown, and it's a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoy but- enjoyment. Enjoy but. <laughs> say anything. In low budget and lesser known films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, Though what the fuck, each week's movie will be revealed in the prior episode so you can join in on the madness as well. You can listen to us if you subscribe on iTunes, on our website, bnbpodcast.com, or on Stitcher. You can reach us at our website, email bnbpodcast at gmail.com, and on Twitter, at bnbpodcast. Whoa. Whoa. So we've come down a little bit from the cloud we were on Yikes. of... The peanut butter situation, or peanut butter solution. solution. It was more of a situation <laughs> than a solution. Situation. There were many situations <laughs> happening in that movie. Not many solutions. So, you know, the amount of pubic hair and, uh, you know, hair regular hair, hair in general that was going around. Dead homeless people. Dead homeless people. Like, that movie was just, it was just so much to handle. It was, you know... I, I think Hulk Hogan contracted harem scarum. Yeah, yeah, just around the top part. Though. He did. He did, and uh, and all over. It was no. mild fright. Yeah, maybe maybe it was, maybe it was like a maybe it was like a body harem scarum. It's quite and the to- off the quite top, hairless. a little off the top. Keeps his body waxed, I'm sure. And oiled. And oiled. No. You got you got to do the oils. The shorts. Uh, well, this week we watched No Holds Barred, starring the one, the only, Hulk Hogan, from 1989. This was the first ever WWE-produced movie. Hmm. They didn't produce many movies in that time, unlike now. And uh, now they seem to have gotten the hang of things by not featuring wrestlers in movies. Yeah. And they seem to be making money. There's some uh, bizarre stuff, I feel like. that. What was that one thing we were watching that was a WWE production? The one with the... the Halle nine, Berry. The 911 dispatch. Yeah, the yeah. call. That movie, made a, that movie made a fuck ton of money. That's really weird. Made a ton of money. I don't understand I this. think one wrestler is in it. David Otunga. He's in it. Uh, Jennifer Hudson's husband. Oh. Something like that. He's like a lawyer. Um, he is a lawyer. He like went to Harvard and shit, but he's also a wrestler. Well, David is neither of those things. David is from a reality show on VH1, so I love New York. David Otunga is? Mm-hmm. He was on that show, too? Mm-hmm. That's funny. He but on, he, I love New York. But he is. He's a like a lawyer. Yeah. And he's he was, on, like super smarty pants, but he went to Harvard. And he's a, but he's a wrestler. He was for a while. I don't know. They always used him as like a lawyer type character, obviously, that he would be come out with a coffee cup and like act like he's so smart. <laughs> and like he would always work for some sort of like maybe like Vince or something would be like, you know, he I don't know. He wasn't used very often and he, he was an alright wrestler. I never really thought too much of him. And he just kinda of disappeared all of a sudden, like a year or two ago. 
just yeah. really bizarre that he was Isle of New York to me. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. That's like, like the woman for Flavor Flav, Flav something Flav. like she that. She was originally, there's like that incestuous ring of weird reality shows that spawned all kinds of weird stuff off of each other. And yeah, so she was on Flavor Flav. What is, I forgot what that one was Flavor called. Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love. Was that before or after the Brett Michaels uh, situation? That was like during. And so <laughs> Flavor of Love. Wait, so they had multiple shows going on simultaneously? Oh yeah, like Flavor of Love, Rock of Love was the one with Brett I Michaels. I think that was first. I think that was like the first like, yeah. this is like a celebrity person and he's gonna pick somebody to date. Some whore, drunk slut on yes. a bus that's passed out with a date rape drug in her system. Yes. Brigitte Nielsen. Bridget. Brigitte Nielsen was Flavor Flav. Foofy Foofy is girlfriend. But then they hook up from a, something else. Yeah, because sh- something else happened. Were they on like the Surreal Life They or were something? on like a different weird, like reality show together and then they had their own show but I don't remember what Did they what have their the own fuck. show... Before Flavor of Love? That was ten years ago. No. It well, was I was just saying Flavor that earlier. I was looking at the poster for Hellboy right here, and it says 4204. No. And I was like, wow, Hellboy is ten years old. That's disgusting. And I think this year marks the 20th anniversary, actually, of the comic book, and I was really surprised by that, too. Oh, God, it's happening. Yeah. Anyway. Old things. Yeah. But yes, Foofy Foofy... Bridget Nielsen. We need to watch a movie with Bridget Nielsen in it at some yeah. point. Uh, Red Sonia. Red Sonia. Or uh, Cobra. Oh my gosh. Rocky Four. I mean, but I love Rocky Four. But he called uh, her Brigida. Brigida. And she called him Foofy. But his Foofy Flavor ever starred in a movie? I feel like if that happened, we need to watch something. He starred in that racist roast of Flavor Flav. But that was... <laughs> I know. That was I'm just saying, that was like one of the most train wreck, awkward, horrifying And things. hilarious. It was. And it was. absolutely hilarious. It was. Somebody called him a uh, burnt skeleton. <laughs> I remember that. And, and Jimmy Kimmel him... made a Chris Benoit joke two, oh, week, two yeah. weeks after that happened. Oh, yeah. And bringing it back around to wrestling. Yeah, keep going. And no holds barred. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, yeah, we watched No Holds Barred starring Hulk Hogan, Kurt Fuller, and Tiny Lister. Tiny Lister you may know from the Friday movies, uh, the first two, I believe he's only in the first two. The video for Santeria. As Debo. <laughs> And he's also in Little Nicky. He plays one of his uh, brothers in Little Nicky. He's in The Fifth Element. I always think, other than the crossed eye, that he's Michael Clark Duncan. And you know what? He was in more recently. He was in The Dark Knight. He was the prisoner on one of the boats that had the little uh, yeah. bomb. That's true. Yeah. So he's, he's Wait, the... what did you say before that? He was in The Fifth Element. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was like the it's the cross die, like one of the generals or something like that mm-hmm. in the in the military. You know, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's has a fuckload of movies coming out. Apparently, lots of movies in uh, post production here. That pro that cross eye just the cross die. I mean, that's like a signature thing. I know, right? Like, I mean, when it you has see to be. when you see him, you kind of like that's what you. It's like Danny Trejo. He's kind of got like a scarred up face and tattoos Talk and like uh, like uh, mustache, and it's kind of a trademark look that he doesn't get rid of. Machete. You know. Mm-hmm. So like you, he, so what's he gonna do? Get an eye patch? I don't know. You wouldn't recognize him. 
Where's your yeah. crossed eye, Michael Clark Duncan? <laughs> yeah, and then you're calling him Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> in that movie we watched last night, and then you're calling him Big Rames was Michael Clark. And then you're calling him Michael Clark Duncan, who is <laughs> dead. dead? Who's dead? dead? But at this time, when the movie came out, he would have been alive still. Maybe like it's not it like a race thing it, either. They just look similar to me. I don't know. They're big. Was it Ving Rhames or um, Michael Clark Duncan who was in Sin City? I think that was Ving Rhames. No, no, no. That was Michael See? Clark Duncan. No one knows. Okay, let's so then, make a game out of it one time. Michael Clark Duncan or Ving Rhames? We. I will come up with a game, <laughs> and I will come up with a game, and we will play it totally. Well, no, I was just wondering, because they have the new Sin City coming out, and I didn't know if his character is in this... Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, this version of it, so... Or this, um... this These, these stories, because I know they're based off the graphic novels, and I didn't know if his... Uh, if they had somebody replacing him, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, they do! They do! Ving Rhames. No, it's not Ving Rhames, I would have thought. <laughs> but I looked it up real quick, and uh, his character of Minute is uh, portrayed by Michael Clark Duncan in the original Sin City, and is now portrayed by Deepo. Dennis Haysbert, the guy from the Allstate commercials. Oh, well, that's pretty weird. Yeah. Oh, I'm in safe hands. He was the president on uh, 24. <laughs> I'm in safe. David Palmer from... He has a good voice. He does. That's weird. But he's though. a very tall, big black guy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it works out. Sure, why not replace him? But anyways, Tiny Lister, yes, is in this movie, and Hulk Hogan as Rip. So this movie is a movie that takes place in a alternate universe than ours, where wrestling isn't just a show. Well, it is, but it also is real life. Like, wrestling is, like, the only thing apparently people watch on TV. <laughs> Sitcoms, no go. Yeah. Game shows... No, they, it's not a good idea. Meanwhile, it's wrestling. in real life, they were at their prime with sitcoms. Yes, <laughs> yes. But wrestling, and at the same time, and wrestling. wrestling was yeah. massive. I right. mean, Hulk Hogan was like the thing. Like this wrestling is, buddies. This is like a few, two or three years after WrestleMania three, which was like the mecca, the big Andre Hogan, you know, Pontiac Silverdome, 93,000 people. What have you. You know what I mean? It was like, on, the wrestling was on top of the world at this point in time. But it wasn't the only thing people watched and the only thing on TV. Which is apparently in this movie, the only thing on TV. But in this parallel, in this alternate universe, there is no Hulk Hogan. There is a WWF. There, but And there is a Jesse Ventura. The, oh yeah. He plays himself. The mean weird, Gene. He's a weird Cleopatra. Thing. Yeah, he would wear that a lot. In an actual... WWF when he was a commentator. Not when he was a wrestler, but when he was a commentator, he would wear either bandanas or weird Cleopatra thingies. No, no, he's a great commentator. I was recently re-watching some of the old WrestleManias, and the guy is gold. Like, some of the shit he was saying, I was... And it's weird, because in this movie, when he's doing commentary, he's very much the, like, regular commentator as far as being very straight-laced and saying what all the moves that are happening and everything. And in re- in reality, he was more the color commentator, where he was being goofy and saying obscene, ridiculous things and, mm. like, being kind of the antagonist. And he wasn't really in this. Like when he ran for office. Yes, or now when he's full of conspiracies. And he still doesn't have time to bleed. <laughs> he still doesn't have any time to bleed. So, yeah. So, the WWF exists in this movie. Mean Gene... 
he's in it as Mean Gene. Jesse Ventura is in it as Jesse Ventura. But Hulk Hogan is in it, not as Hulk Hogan, but as Rip. Rip Taylor. Maybe he was afraid people would get confused. Okay. I, like, this isn't my life. The The problem there, but his name isn't really Hulk Hogan. It's Terry Bollea who is Hulk Hogan. But, I mean, everybody calls him Hulk Hogan. He's Hulk Hogan. You know what I mean? Right. Nobody ever calls him... How many people call him Terry? Hey, Terry. Probably his, like, close friends. Probably a lot of people call him Terry. His whore ex-wife. And his, yeah, his whore of an ex-wife who's in, like, rap videos showing her ass now. And Crocodile Dundee. Because that's Paul Hogan? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he calls him Terry. He calls him Terry. <laughs> He's the only other one. Um, but the problem here that I'm thinking about is... They had the character of Zeus, played by Tiny Lister, the one of the bad guys in this movie, actually wrestle in a match on WWF real programming. So that's where I get, like, why didn't oh, they just call him Hulk Hogan in the movie the if they were going to bring the character from the movie out into the actual Well, maybe Hulk ring. Hogan was like, I don't want to be Hulk Hogan. I want to do some kind of... I want to play a different character that acts the same exactly exact way like as me, Hulk Hogan. Exactly like me with looks and everything, only I want to hold my fingers differently so it looks more phallic. Except for like he was I'm like... Fingering a except butthole. for my feelings about Rip is Hulk Hogan Rip had... Had Hulk Hogan, like, the character had that, like, that thing about him, you know what I mean? Like, you just wanted to root for him so bad, and he just had that, like, coming out, waving the American flag, coming out, flexing, doing all the ripping the shirt. Like, he rip ripped his shirt. But, like, the, the, the persona of Rip wasn't Boring. as... Yeah, it wasn't as fantastical as the character of Hulk Hogan. He didn't have a very good gimmick. No, he didn't. I mean, Hulk Hogan doesn't have much of a gimmick. It's just that he's just, like, this all real American... He's like you know the biggest buff twenty four inch pythons like the this like mecca that's just like the charisma and like the promos and everything and Rip I guess they didn't show much of those aspects of the character as in the in the ring they didn't but they, up to they me tried to make great. you believe that like it wasn't just in the ring this is this is who they were and these fights were real they weren't there was no deter- predetermined thing mm-hmm. this was they get in the ring and club. you win when you win. Especially the World Television Network Battle of the Tough Guys. Battle of the Tough Guys. <laughs> yes, this was the thing in this movie. This is there's no jokes here. Which further leads me to believe that the entire script was written by a ten year old. Tough guys, are well, actually, the movie it says when the first draft of the dra- draft of the script was turned in, Hogan and McMahon disapproved of it. So they checked into a hotel room. In Reddington Beach, Florida, and stayed up for seventy-two hours rewriting the script On together. On a ton of cocaine. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> so the two people who rewrote this movie were Vince McMahon <laughs> and Hulk Hogan. That seems that's apt. I think that they did a great job. That's about what I. I, I just feel like Vince McMahon has come up with some amazing, while they might be ridiculous at times, amazing ideas, in the world of wrestling. So like. He couldn't come up with something a little... That was all the cocaine. I, I would question any idea I came up with after being awake for 72 hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I Yeah. I guess. It's just... It's just weird. And um, bet, one, one other brief thing about when Zeus actually wrestled the one match in WWF, I think they were trying to maybe make him a real character, but it just wasn't... It's just, yeah, because he's so... That wasn't going to work out... 
But uh, Zeus teamed up with uh, Randy Savage. That was his tag team partner. And it was against Hulk Hogan and uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. It was apparently a sweet match. <laughs> uh, main event. That's what I, uh, I was reading right here. So yeah, they tried to blur the lines. Yeah, well, like, a little money. bit money. Well, obviously, you know, you want to promote your movie. That's what they're good at. Um, sadly, the movie uh, it made its money back, but the movie came out like the week after uh, Last it? Crusade came out. Uh, so you got the Indiana Jones money yeah, still no, coming in fucked. from the week before. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also, this wasn't like something you could take a kid to go see. I mean, I'm sure people did. There's yeah. a rape scene, attempted rape in this movie, <laughs> and then they beat the shit out of that lady's face. That then lady was, and then then, then what's his face? Picked this movie was this face. movie was only rated PG-13. Well, yeah, it's a, a fucking 80s. Yeah, but the thing is though, like prior to like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, there was no PG-13 rating. Yeah, Steven Spielberg like pushed for a middle-of-the-road rating to be put out there. Uh-huh. Because they were basically going to make movies R that didn't need to be R. Yeah. Just because they couldn't be PG. So, like, they... they I'm pretty sure... I was I was just reading something the other day. It was, like, Temple of Doom that was one of the... Re, was, like, the reason that they came up with the PG-13 rating. What was rating. the swear the guy kept saying? Jockass. Jockass. But yeah, this movie was PG thirteen, so I mean, you could take your. But like, why wouldn't kids want to see this movie? I'm sure they promote. They obviously promoted on on WWF television. There's and Hulk Hogan is like stuff. the biggest. When I was a kid, Hulk Hogan was like the shit. This movie was like even... I, I like like I wanted like I you know you wanted to be Hulk you wanted to be Hulk Hogan. They should have made it Hulk Hogan then, because this was like he was boring. I mean, like the this was boring. Well, I mean, I would rather go back and watch an old wrestling match than watch this movie. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't terrible. No, it wasn't terrible, but I mean, it's not. It was kind of boring, boring in parts. Yes, it was. I uh, and I mean there and Hulk Hogan went on to do other movies. Them being not the greatest things in the world, <laughs> but I mean, I thought suburban when I was a young, when I was a kid, I fucking loved suburban commando. I loved Mr. Nanny. I thought those, I rented I rented the shit out of those movies. I did watch Mr. Nanny, but I was a girl. Like the only reason I have like a <laughs> reference point, I am a girl. <laughs> but I was a girl. The only reason. Well, sometimes it was a kids was... movie though. It wasn't like so was suburban commando. It wasn't necessarily a boy movie. It was a kids movie. Yeah. Well, I have the only reason I have a re- like appreciation for anything moving forward because there were times where like adult, like wrestling no never no and it wasn't until like we started going to that pro blitz stuff that I remembered growing up with all boys who were always obsessed with wrestling and it was like this weird latent memory of stuff that I was always around and something that I do have like an appreciation for in the back of my head but like all through my adult life I was like wrestling what I don't fucking know but, I don't know, I get it, no, a little bit better. Like, when we went to the, like, you know, the pro-blitz stuff, like, it's fun, I get it. Little kids get to scream their heads off, and the fighting isn't 100% real, question mark, question mark. But, I don't know, I think that for a girl, it's always, or for a woman, some not always, but sometimes, it's a little bit, like, get in there, appreciate it, but I don't get it. Yeah, it's, like a, it's I, just, like, I gotta think maybe... It comes to the point of where you maybe need to watch it, not necessarily from the aspect of I'm gonna watch two guys fight, as in the story aspect. Right. Well, it's like because like Kaylee, that's where she she'll get into it. 
is like the story part of it. Yeah. Like then 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 that then entail when you're invested in the story, then you're invested in the match. And it's like the character stuff. Which is when you go to Pro Wrestling Blitz, you're not getting a big aspect of pro wrestling. Right. Which is the story. Right, right, right. This It's an indie promotion That's that, like, that, that fails at being an indie promotion. As much as I love it, it's an indie promotion that fails at being an indie promotion. Mostly in the promotion part. <laughs> the promotion and <laughs> creative aspect. There's there's little to no creative aspect in it. It is fun. It is fun to I go mean, to. I mean, I would like I, to I, go see. I, I mean, eventually, I would not be opposed to go. And I mean, like, if you had asked me that, like, five years later, if I would go see some sort of, like, professional wrestling, I would be like, no, fucking. It's definitely on a different scale. Like, if if you went from Pro Wrestling Blitz to the. the oh, I'm sure. To going to, like, a Monday Night Raw or, like, a pay per view or something. You, yeah. It's definitely on a much different scale in, like, production. You know what I yeah. mean? It's not, like, some fucking guy. Hard named hardcore Craig fucking throwing thumbtacks and beating people with a fucking keg. Hardcore keg. Hardcore keg. Oh like you know God. what I mean? And for no reason. That's like you know what I mean? There's no re- there's like there's right. no reason behind right. any of this. This guy bad. This, this guy good. Yeah, it's essentially that. This is the good guy. This is the We're bad guy. We're gonna play you a video you can't hear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, and this, and this was there was nothing nothing like what was happening in this movie on the World Television Network. Uh, yes, there was a television network that was called the World Television Network. I'm led to believe that there were only two networks in this universe. Yeah, it does. One that the WWF was on. I don't know what network that was called. Maybe WWF. I don't know. And then there was the WTN, the World Television Network. That Kurt Fuller's character, Brell. 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 I couldn't understand what they kept saying. I, I kept hearing bro and brillo yeah. the entire movie. I actually had to look it up to find out what his fucking character's name was. But yeah. He plays a good son of a bitch. He does. He does. Kurt Fuller does play a good uh, bad guy type. And you might re- remember Kurt Fuller from Wayne's World. Yeah. That's what I always remember him from. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure he's been in a Wasn't lot he... of other things. He pl- yeah, he always plays like the neurotic, but like conniving, like, Sidekick guy, or evil plan master type guy. I don't know what I feel like he was in something else. He's in a lot of movies. I know, his, but his I mean, list of his movies is is huge. He wasn't in like Bill and Ted at some point, was he? No, that I'm thinking of Wayne's World. I think with that. Yeah, I think you're still. I think so. Yeah. I think you're still thinking of, of Wayne's World. That was George Carlin. Yes, George Carlin. Well, he wasn't evil in it either. So well, anyways, scrap it. there's you get this movie is full of a very little dialogue, lots of growling, like lots the, of like, the the beginning is just yeah crazy eyes. Those are all like telenovela facial expressions, like in soap operas when someone's just been slapped. There's yes, a lot of that face happening, like trembling facial twitches, and you and you get some very early on um, plot points. Um, Backstory to Rip and his brother Randy, who is like this, uh, is like manager yeah. type person, Looks along like with his actual manager. Old. He's very young. I don't know their In age difference there. It looks like he could be his son. Yeah, that's what I thought he said. I thought he called him dad. I thought he was his kid. No, their parents uh, died actually. I don't know how tragic accident I, I thought they said in the beginning. But yeah, they randomly just say that. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Ventura is just like, Rip and Randy, their parents died not long ago and they're sad about it. 
Tell him, mangy. Okay, thanks, Jesse. And that guy, like, their trainer is like their their father figure. Yeah, he is kind of like their their father figure type. He he's their tr- the trainer. Their teacher preacher. He almost looked like the tr- the Apollo, not like to be like all <laughs> black people Stepping look the same. All over it. But like he did, it. he looked a lot like the trainer Apollo Creed's trainer from uh, the Rocky, Rocky movies. So you know, but yeah, Kurt Fuller, he wants Rip so bad. He wants Rip. On his network, he's the draw. He wants him. Yeah. And so he's at a pitch meeting, like having his <laughs> these executives and stuff, like pitch him ideas. This one woman <laughs> pitches the idea of a sitcom. What did he say? Like you mer- survived my last little round of. Whatever. Yeah, he's like he's like this is you survived the last round. Take a leak. Well, like, she said like I thought about it, 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 a sitcom, and he yeah. was like no. Go take a leak. Take a leak? Like, uh, <laughs> like to a woman? Really? Like it's well, already... it makes so much sense now that I imagine Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon, like, holed up in a hotel somewhere, like, possibly with some sort of amphetamines. Like, what's he going to say to her? Like, like, take a leak! It's and just such the, like, a weird super aggressive, thing to say. Like, male w- weirdness <sighs> towards women in this movie. It's yeah, there alarming. is. There is. There is a, a good amount. And, uh, but then you're also told here that the reason they can't get Rip is because he has a contract with another network or just WWF in general. Mm-hmm. He and but not only that he has a contract, but his word is his bond. Okay. That that was a huge part of it. That was why he wouldn't do it. The one guy stood up. He's like, but but Rip Rip, his word is his bond. <laughs> so like and then Kurt Fuller was like didn't care about that whatsoever he didn't care about a lot of stuff and Kurt Fuller's two lackeys oh, I don't yeah. they're very uh, lawyer yeah lawyer lackey guys Jewish uh, David Pamer is one of the uh, lackeys that mm-hmm. was one of them I just you know and a very familiar character actor i feel like you've I've seen yeah he's been, i'm trying to remember a lot stuff. of stuff it says he was in quiz show Dragon yeah did he play in quiz show was he uh, he wasn't like the main guy oh no he wasn't but yeah he's in a fuck ton of movies like he's just a character actor he just shows up and plays like a smarmy like you know, kind of like Weasley type of guy. Yeah. Almost like Kurt Fuller does, kind of, but... Yeah. Yeah. So, the two lackeys were just absolutely... They, they go everywhere with him. Yeah, they they're... They compromising situations I feel like they didn't have to be in. They're, yeah, they're... He, oh, like, yeah. Peace out, boss. I don't yeah. need to be here for they're, this. They're by his side through thick and thin, and... Uh, so, they, they want to get Rip, and they just can't. It's not going to happen. So this is what they do when Rip decides, when he goes to the meeting with them in his outlandish outfits, he wears many outlandish, ridiculous outfits outside. They look like they would be a wrestling outfit. Not necessarily something you would wear out in public on a daily basis. You don't like spandex? Mm, I mean, all the time. No. Not on a, on a daily basis. He didn't have any Zubas, though. No. At one point, I thought he was wearing Zubas, but they were a zebra print spandex. <laughs> So, in my old job, Zubras. there, there Zubras. was a guy that only wore Zubas to work out of my old work. I couldn't. Were they like a specific team? 
The, no. the bears and no. Zubas? No, they were like old. Bulls, Zubas? They were like old. They no, were, that's what I mean. They had bears and bull Zubas back in my dad. They still were has black like a and they were black and white. Oh, and they were black by and the white. time I mean, by the time I left there from like working there, not they just, were red. <laughs> so gross. They were like yellowy. Dookie. Dookie. They were really. We'll get to Dookie. It was every single time. Just so, Zubas no. So, so the amount the 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 lengths that Kurt Fuller's character Brell goes to to get Rip. Is he still trying... By the end of the movie, is oh, he yeah. still That's attempting to get Rip on the network? No, I, I, I think, I think, I think by killing. that point in time... He just wanted him he, dead. Yeah he, yeah, he realized he couldn't have him, so he thought his be- in his best interest would be to get rid of him. But not necessarily, because he calls him up on the phone at the end and tells him to throw the match. If, I mean... Well, that's because he had, uh... What was her name? Samantha? Yeah. He had her hostage... And he was telling him, basically, to throw the match, or else she's gonna get it. Yeah. <laughs> and why was there ten minutes? Of what? Remember, he's like, give me a good ten solid minutes, then throw the match. Like, what, it, was this on, like, pay-per-view or something, and people are paying to see a ten-minute match? Well, they <laughs> did wear their ballroom gowns, too. Yeah, everybody had a gown. Yeah, I guess. I guess people lose boxing and, you know, you order it or something and uh, knock out two seconds, you know? They didn't Have it all the time with Mike Tyson. People would order these fucking Mike Tyson fights and then it'd be over like that and then it'd be like, oh, I'm a, Unfortunately, like they did not go into that much detail. It's like kind of like if you work somewhere and you're writing a story about where you work and you've been up all night, you're going to cut corners and skip technical details about what's happening and just assume that they're yeah. going to read in, fill in that part with their brains, but they're not you, so I think maybe they just look, whatever this happens, and then whatever this happens. Kids will love it. Yeah. Cause yeah. And then the lengths they go to to get Rip are absolutely ridiculous. They put him in a limo while he's leaving the meeting after denying their contract. Have some sort of shielded windows that come oh, yeah. up that he can't get out of. The limo driver just goes crazy, kidnap- kidnapping he him. He doesn't even, like, he just starts swerving around. Yeah, well, well, because Rip is, like, kicking the seats and, like, kicking the door, trying to kick the door off. And they pull into, like, this undisclosed location where there's these guys just hanging out. And Rip literally busts <laughs> through the top of the limo via the sunroof. Like, explodes out of it. The, the sunroof, which had a cover on it, like the windows and yes. the doors and partitioned it, yet he was able to just burst just through Just like Wile E. Coyote and attached yeah, to a smoke. fucking rocket through the top of this fucking thing. Yeah, it was very ridiculous. And then, like, feral animal stance on top of the car, <laughs> growling. And then there's this bizarre, like, choice of music that plays during that fight scene. It did not feel like fight scene music. I don't remember. It I was, feel like all of music in this... It was too this, happy. Yeah, it was, like, very, like, champion like, You are beating the bad guy now! You're really doing it, man! Like, fuck that, that guy. That would have been better than the Sunday play, <laughs> to be honest. You're a hero! But he beats up the limo driver. And when he beats up the limo driver, pulls him out of the car after the limo driver witnesses all the other guys get beat up, the limo driver grabs his ass, 
It's which like, is just completely wet. It looks shiny. like it looks like somebody just like went up to him and threw like a whole bucket of water on his. Pants. Or like he sat like in a bunch of honey suit coat. Yeah, it was like halfway it was up his suit him. coat. It was all over, and he rip lifts this guy up in the air, and he goes, "What's that smell?" And the guy goes, "Dookie." This <laughs> is very much like that. And then the rip goes. Dookie? <laughs> and then the scene ends. <laughs> like, are you fucking serious? Dookie. Like, one... I missed that word. Let's br- I don't want to bring Dookie back. Oh, says well, dookie. one, that did not look like Dookie. No. And if that was Dookie, he pissed out of his asshole. <laughs> yeah. and, and if not, he peed and shit his pants yeah, at the same time. Righteous, righteous explosion of watery diarrhea dookie yeah so like i don't yeah dookie i guess if you're gonna call something dookie it's like it's not normal poop it's like wet now that i know too about like them having written this and under those circumstances just like keep imagining all the shitty part literally in this case shitty parts (laughs) like yeah what do you say yeah and they'll say dookie and i'll just be like dookie and then just like yeah like well i don't know if that's they, they necessarily uh we're editing the movie. <laughs> there could have been... He could have, like, thrown the guy or something or beat him up some more. Or maybe they all started laughing. I think everyone had sort of a short-sighted vision of so, things in this So movie. we don't necessarily know, you know, if Vince McMahon was in the editing room, you know, cutting and splicing. I'm not saying any kind of to-be-fair in this situation. This movie was fart, rancid dookie <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, so... Rip gets a new... Uh, was she supposed to be his manager? Which lady? Like, business manager. The Joan, Joan Severance. Severance. Her character. She, she, was, Sam. she seemed more like a, like a PR type yeah. role. So she's like his... She's yeah, like but she's a like, fluffer. Yeah. But like his like, business manager. Well, because she was talking like, about like uh, exploiting all his TV time to get more sales of merchandise and whatnot. Uh, him making appearances at different events. Yes, so when they, he is checking her out like no other, and um, this is also when we learn that he, the one thing he truly loves is his charity work, uh, they go to a dinner, and she thinks she's gonna like show him up, cause he's being like an ass to her kinda, show him up by taking him to this fancy French restaurant, <laughs> which is such a weird, like, are there, like, how many French restaurants are there like that, just like, around? You know what I mean? That you can just regularly go to. Like, where they're full on. What is he like? Oh, 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 We go here, a hamburger, a foot long hot dog. Like, the guy, that's how That's how the guy was literally saying everything. I love how the rest of the French love that Americano, that hot dogs and hamburgers. Hamburger. Just slap an accent on it. <laughs> like, oh man! It was just it was just. I, a, I like the quiche. Yeah, it was a very authentic. Just put French... on your all white suit, pants, tie, like, shirt. Like you just came from Miami heaven. Vice. And with with the with the uh, like top four buttons unbuttoned on yeah. the undershirt, so your chest can be showing. Yep. You know, of course. So Stetson. They got this like snooty waiter who is just like, oh look at this fucking goon, this you know. Is big dumb American. Big dumb, yeah, big dumb fucking oaf. He doesn't know shit about being in a fancy restaurant. But this lady, she's fancy. She's nice. She dresses nice. 
she know she's gonna she knows all about it. Apparently she can speak French because he's speaking French to her and she's just going uh-huh, with it. Uh-huh. Speak she um and then uh, this like w- oh weird b- uh, bus boy comes over. Oh yeah, gives him the thumbs oh, up. Oh yeah, he <laughs> gives him the rip. He just gives the rip sign. Yeah. The, the you know the little rip. He just keeps like yeah. waving. I'm like hi, hey, it's me. Yeah, yeah. hey, hi, hi. Oh my. And, I, and when when that was happening, I thought okay, this guy just like recognizes him, like he's a fan, because like he's rip. Yeah, rip. I, I keep wanting to say rip Thomas. I keep wanting to say rip Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense than Rip Thomas. I don't know why I want to say Rip Thomas, but he—I just thought he recognized him, like because he's on TV and he's like the biggest right. guy. He's so, apparently like, the most famous person in the world. Yeah. So like, okay, why aren't more people just when he walks into this? Oh, people in a fancy French restaurant—they don't watch the the best. The only the only thing just everybody the else watches. They're the ones watching the shitty sitcoms and game shows. On the third channel? <laughs> on yeah. The, on the, the fucking shitty third channel. You want to see the guy in charge of that channel. Yeah. He's on the verge of suicide. <laughs> you just can't even take it anymore. Uh, but then the busboy leaves and comes back with the chef, the entire staff of this restaurant. And apparently Rip is a regular and speaks three words of French. I really wish we would have got more of Hulk Hogan speaking French. I fell asleep when that happened, I think. I don't uh, remember any of it the was, French. It was, I remember the outfit. He said, we, and he said like two other words. I don't know what they were. He was like, we. But yeah, but then this, the waiter was just like being a real dick to him. Like, oh, maybe you want a hot dog, a foot long. Like... <laughs> Like, being, like, super dick to him, like, we don't have things on the menu that you would know about. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know about this. Steroids and a balik. <laughs> <laughs> Let's inject some steroids in your cramp. <laughs> oh, man. No. Yeah, it was just, um... It was just, it was a very weird scene. Yeah. I feel like that's what this movie was. This movie was a collection of... Which is most movies, I guess you could describe them as a collection of scenes. But this was just a collection of set pieces. It was like, okay, we're in the wrestling ring. Now we're in the office. And it's a big, giant office, elaborate office. Now we're in this elaborate mansion. Now we're at this elaborate French restaurant. Now we're at this elaborate... Now we're at this country restaurant. Now we're at this bar. Now we're at... You know what I mean? It was There was never anywhere where, like, oh, it's just two people walking down the street talking. Yeah. I mean, not like this movie would have need that. <laughs> but even in, like, an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, you know what I mean? It, it, you, in Terminator 2, you don't feel like every, every little segment is just this, like, big giant set piece. I mean, there are big, you know, the building part or whatever. You remember those things. But you remember it all as one fluid movie. You don't remember it as these chunks. Yeah. And I feel like that's what this movie was. It was just a bunch of a bunch of just chunks. Like, maybe that's how Blue it was chunks written. chunks everywhere. This, here, do this part. Page one. Here, do this part. Page two. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't really know. So, yeah. After they go there, and you were talking about her being the PR person. So after they go to the French restaurant, which I don't know what was accomplished. Nothing. <laughs> they were on a, a kind of date, but not really. It was like a business thing. I don't know what was accomplished at the French restaurant. I don't believe anything was. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so they go on some sort of tour. I don't know where they're going. 
because they only ever show them in restaurants or hotel rooms. Yeah. I don't know what, what they were they happening. doing? Because then they just went to the hotel, right? He, they never showed him in another, in another match. So he wasn't going around to like... I'm a, That's what I would assume. Like, he's the champion. So he's probably going to maybe a house show here and there. Bar mitzvah. You know, uh, they got, Mon, uh, you know, Saturday night main event here. They got, you know, here. Uh, Summer Slam's coming up. You know, something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. He seemed to have a lot of free time for being the champion. I feel like that's not really how... It is, or ever was, and I feel like when you're the champion, especially in wrestling, you're not only on the road as much as you already were, but you're on the road even more than you were. Right. So, like, I don't know what he was doing. He seemed to be have a lot of free time to just fuck around. And the WWF apparently didn't care that he was in all these street fights and who knows what else and unsanctioned things on the World Television Network. I don't know. Anyways... They go, um, the next, like, set piece kind of thing is this rough and rowdy bar. Oh, my God. Uh, but do we ever get the name of it? They changed the banner out front. I don't, I don't think so. I But I like how when they first walk in, and it's the rough and rowdy bar is the Brel, Kurt Fuller's character, and his two lackeys. They walk in, and the lady, the lady immediately looks at them. They're just wearing business suits. And she goes, oh, you must be looking for the gay bar. <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> I was like... I, must be looking for that gay bar. Suits equal gay bar. I, I, I don't know, I guess. It was a very weird gay joke that they threw in there. Oh, my well, God. I, I guess when you show up to a place and the only holes in your outfit are for your extremities, then there's something wrong <laughs> yeah. with that. Yeah, <laughs> because everybody's shirts were, like, ripped in, like, six different places. Was that real scary woman who had, like, the braces and some weird heart tiara on her head? It was fucking weird as fuck. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those weren't braces. Those were... Bad dip, teeth. Dip stains. Dip yeah. stained teeth. Uh, this bar was... It was something else. There was so much weirdness going on. There was a fight going on in the middle of the whole bar in a, in a makeshift ring uh, until whoever passes out, like a fight club style. And the thing that drove me crazy about this bar scene... Was a there was this midget in a cage. <laughs> what? What was what? So he so rang the bell. Need to have a successful trash bar. It's obviously a midget. People are drunk. But that's the first thing they want is a midget. Midget in a cage with a chalkboard. It's Peter Dinklage. Apparently, it's Google <laughs> suggested it to me when I was googling. I was googling this movie, and then I put. I was trying to see if that was Peter, Peter Berg. Peter Berg. And then I was like, "Rip!" Or um, I wrote, I put no holds barred. Peter, and then Dinklage was suggested, and it was there already. I'm like, I don't believe that that was the case. No, but I don't. Apparently, think, that's the only. I do not think small person people are exposed. to. I don't to. think that that was Peter Dinklage. Nowadays. It was not. <laughs> it was not. I don't know why everyone's googling that. That's Peter Dinklage. To fit to the point where Google would openly suggest that that's possibly what I was looking for. Wouldn't, been, wouldn't that be hilarious, though, if I looked it up and it was Did fucking you mean Peter, Peter Dinklage? Dinklage? Like, how fucking <laughs> funny would that be? I don't know. If that was Peter Dinklage. I don't even know if that get that character would get a credit. Come, Why would he need a credit? He didn't even say anything. I was like... Mm. He literally just wrote words out of a little... Or what? Well, what's preferred? I don't know anymore. What's the PC... Lingo. I said midget. I mean, that's not the right one, but... Dwarf, I think, is more... Is it like... Now is it like turned on its head where the thing that you think is politically correct is the more offensive thing? 
I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember some of these characters' names. Ne- Klondike Kramer? That was a character? That makes me hungry. Yeah. I don't know. Some one character's name was Neanderthal. Neanderthal? Like, that was the character. Neanderthal? And then uh, Squeaky Waitress. That I think that was the... Squeaky <laughs> Waitress? Yep. She's the one that got grabbed by the face and jammed yeah, into a barrel. Yeah, she did eventually get grabbed by the face. And then in the bar scene, there was uh, this awkward scene of the two lackeys going into the bathroom. For and that went on for like ten time. minutes, probably, of them in the bathroom. I don't even know what the purpose was of this, of them be, of us seeing them in the bathroom for ten minutes. They just wanted to build a giant toilet trough with like a fucking tennis ball floating in dirty poop water. And a dog. Oh yeah, and the dog was in the bathroom. There was a fucking dog in the bathroom. (laughs) For what reasons? I don't know. That means it's a rough and tough bar because there's a dog that in the bathroom. Add to the crowd of it being real trash. But they're they're ripping on all the the scum in this place, and they hear somebody in the toilet behind them, and which causes them to pee on each other, and they <laughs> outburst this guy <laughs> who who was uh, wrestling earlier or fighting earlier, and uh, decides to go over to them to act like he's gonna beat them up, but instead. He puts his head down near their crotches, stares at their dicks, and then laughs at how small their dicks are. <laughs> and then this comes back again in later in the movie, when they go back to this bar. The dick, the, how they have small wieners, or wangers. wangers. I didn't know if they were saying wieners or wangers. That made me uncomfortable. I think it was wangers. Or wainers. Wainers? I don't know, it was weird. It was just weird that he, like, Put his head down by their dicks. Well, I guess that's the thing is like. That's how small they were. <laughs> I, mean, he, I don't. He had to like put his head right right I've right never inside the trough. To like, I've never been in that situation. Is it like you guys are? I don't feel like it's a rule that you don't look at the dicks. <laughs> no, you shouldn't just walk up to two guys at a urinal and just look at their dicks. <laughs> I might be taken aback if somebody did that to me. <laughs> Let me see that dick here. Yeah, you might. You Give might... me that dick. But this guy was like the big tough guy, so he can essentially do whatever the fuck he wants. You know what I mean? What are these like two little Jewish dicks. lawyers going to do with their um, little dicks? What are they going to do with their little dicks? They're going to fight them. So you're just going to let it happen. You're just going to let it. You're just going to be like, oh, I guess I got. I guess I guess my dick has to be looked at, even though it's really small. It passed inspection last year. They obviously <laughs> had a list of topics they wanted to cover: poop, pee pee, dookie, you mean? Dookie, dookie, pee-pee. and poop. Dookie, pee pee, weenie. Those were three very important plot points to someone <laughs> during the screenwriting process. So, <clears throat> while there. Kurt Fuller's character gets the idea for this, uh, for the Battle of the Tough Guys. This is literally the fucking name of this tournament. <laughs> like, like, come on. You couldn't come up with, like, you came up with, like, King of the Ring. That's way better than Battle of the Tough Guys. Poo-poo, pee-pee, wee-wee, tough guys. <laughs> the Battle of the Tough Guys. And the prize for the winner of the Battle of the Tough Guys was $100,000, right? $100,000? Yeah. Tax-free. <laughs> Just forget it. 
There's I no. think maybe were they gonna cover the tax costs or something? I don't know what was happening there. There's some under the table shady dealings happening. Like just cash. You know, no. Just shush, shush, shush. It wasn't shush, shush, shush. He said it on <laughs> national TV and on the radio. This is broadcast all over. On the World Television Network. Yeah, this is broadcast all over the world. Don't tell a That us. you could, that you could, that he's gonna give this money away tax free. So they go to do this battle of the tough guys, and you know shit's going down. You see all the com- all the contestants, all their little training parts. This guy's a fucking lifting some sort of fucking giant chain. This guy's a a plumber. Or this guy's a truck driver, and you know it's almost like in the the scene in uh, uh, Over the Top when they got all the contestants at the at the end of the movie. Except for they didn't let these guys do a little promo each, which was a weird aspect of that movie. But, uh, enter in Zeus. Uh huh. Well, literally enter in because it blew fucking half the bar he open. He knocks the, this wall down to the bar. Like and he walks side. in, he grabs the one waitress by the face, lifts her up in the air, and slams her <laughs> through a goddamn barrel. <laughs> it's fucking insane. That's the first, like, the first time we ever meet him. Yes. Just, hey, bitch, yeah. yeah. And I threw it down. And apparently the he's escaped or was let out of prison for killing a man in the ring. And my biggest thing with Zeus, uh, you, f- you guys felt yeah. like I was focusing on it a little too much. Yeah. The eyebrow thing. Uh, why? What was going on there? It was like maybe he had a scar and the makeup artist was tried a lot of things and mm-hmm. she was like, fuck it. You have one of a unibrow over here going up, and then it's just going to end on the other but, side well, shortly. But the scar didn't stop anything because he still had a eyebrow continuing, but a real one. Like, the ones they put on were, like, big, giant, fake ones, and then a half one. Like, I just don't You're understand. You're the only person thinking that much about this. Because I just don't... What was going on when they're like, okay, we're going to give you this outfit, you're going to have this Zeus belt, the whole costume we're going to town on. Oh, well, we ran out of money for your eyebrows. Harem scarum. <laughs> it's going around. We, like, why did they just leave his eyebrows alone? Why did they have to make him a unibrow, but only half an eyebrow? I don't know. Well, they used most of the fake hair putting that Z on the side of his yeah. head. <laughs> yeah, I guess. They didn't have a budget for that either. People were probably shaving their pubes off and putting it in a cup for a week, and that's just production use. Putting that. it in a cup for a week? Why do they have to be for a week? You gotta let it steep. Is, that... <laughs> I don't know. Is that like a thing? Do you, is this like a thing you know about? No. I'm just saying, like, this is like this thing if they didn't have enough about. money for hair. Is this what you went to school for? Like, no. Pubeology? Yes. I know an extensive amount about pubes. I'm just saying. It's a bunch of dudes. When they'll be like, we don't have the money for this. Hair. Why would they keep him in a cup for a week? Why does it have to be a week? (laughs) I guess it just seemed like to accrue all the hair necessary. Uh, Maybe then. That makes more sense. When you were just like, let's put all our pubes in a cup. Hold on, wait a week. (laughs) No, but I think like over a week's time, I was like, you give some pubes. You give some pubes. And then maybe the wrestlers are like, I'm all... But why would it take there's a week no for, hair here. for them to give all these pubes? Because Everybody can just go in the bathroom and like do their business. Because and- maybe it's because there's so many of them are wrestlers that they don't have the no hair. 
Well, true. No, but there hair. weren't that many wrestlers, and all the only wrestler they did have in the movie, other than Hulk Hogan, <laughs> was full of hair. They're all hairy guys. I'm moving on. Yes, we I take that. Whatever I said, I take it back. Yeah, because I don't. I mean, I don't know why we need to wait a week. You said pubes, didn't he? No, <laughs> I. I. We were talking about his eyebrows and the Z on his head, and you said that they were probably made of pubes. <laughs> You brought up pubes and continued to talk about pubes in a cup. Let's <laughs> sit in the cup for two for a week. I don't. In I this don't cup, know. do they have a? Is it a lid on this cup? It was a solo cup in my head. I don't. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it was a solo. I'm going head in your head. This was going further. I don't know. <laughs> it was a red solo cup. <laughs> I don't want to have a party with that one, though. No, yeah. I wouldn't either. Let's make Cause a movie. Because I was wondering if there was, like, a if there was like a lid on this cup. Like, no. that was, like, to ferment it or something. Like a specimen jar? No. Yeah, or, like, you poke some holes in the top to let it, like, breathe. No. No, it's just it's just sitting there in a, in a, in a solo yeah. cup for a week. Yeah. Okay. Very, very interesting stuff. So, here. there you go. That's why that guy's um, eyebrows so are fucked up. Then you go to... There's multiple rounds of this uh, Battle of the Tough Guys uh, tournament. Uh, Zeus is just dominating. He gets a new outfit. Um, for some reason, <laughs> the first round was in that bar. Every other round after that, except for the final one, takes place in some sort of steel, Warehouse? steel mill. Yeah. Which is like a video... It's like almost like this thing out of a video game, like... Like, here comes the guy, and then here comes your opponent. It's like a Street Fighter type of element where there's this guy, and he's got this big wrench. And, Giant wrench. Yeah, and here comes the the opponent. Lug Rod like, Perkins. What? Wasn't it, or Lug Wrench Perkins. Lug Wrench Perkins. That was and, the guy carrying yeah. the giant wrench. Yeah, it was. Fuck. <laughs> uh-uh. And yeah, you almost just wish to hear like the music, like just something like some shit, like video game music playing. It's very ridiculous. But at the time when all this is happening, the Rip um, wants to go to a specific restaurant at some point. And that's all he's doing is going to restaurants while this other guy's <laughs> fighting. Yes, and he's just sitting around with that. He hot goes lady. to this restaurant. Which apparently there's a waitress there that, who he has had some sort of relations with when she was a much more fit woman. Did she say this? Yes, she uh, said something along the lines of, I know him, he knows me really well, and he knew me really well when I was about blah, 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 lighter. Oh. Yeah, so it's insinuating that things were happening when she now was Now it's a, like, a no thanks, fit. fatty. Yeah, he's, uh, Hulk Hogan's not into fat chicks. Uh, and, a, and then when they're sitting at this restaurant, a robbery just happens. <laughs> <laughs> Two guys in masks just come in. Oh yeah, to rob the re- this like diner, and rip fucking rips the stool out the thing, yeah. and then all there's just also all of a sudden there just so happens to be a the entire bar is full of pies. Yeah, so there can be a rape, but at one point, just pie throwing, like, I mean, there's no one who's actually, like, physically, well, I mean, I'm trying to think of the violence versus, like, this weird pie scene that was thrown, because there is real violence, there's fucking rape, but then this weird, 
like offset pie thing where he's just sequenced like going down just fucking ten pies yeah. lined up throwing pies. It was like a three stooges. Yeah. It didn't make I don't understand and who were they? No one ever it just happens and then They done. Ro- they tried to rob the place, he beat him up, destroyed the entire restaurant <laughs> in the process. This woman <laughs> this restaurant that he loves and like you know, he goes out with them, he fucking destroyed the whole place. <laughs> whole place is destroyed. All, with, all he had to do was only with pies. All he had to do was throw a couple pies in their face and punch them in the head. <laughs> like, did he really have to like throw their bodies all over the place and like rip out <laughs> stools out of the fucking ground? Like, it's just so unnecessary to destroy this diner. It and reminded like, me of that last Superman movie. What does that mean? That they just destroyed half the city? Yeah, it fucking wrecked every fucking thing, and all he had to do was break that guy's neck. It's fine. They're fighting for a while. He didn't have the opportunity. That's He's funny. supposed to, to be a citizen's protecting and whatever. But at whatever. that point he wasn't. He just became, he just became like Superman. Anyway. It back, happens. It happens in superhero movies where still cities get destroyed. Still sour not movies, about comic that books. movie. It happens in comic books. Destroy the whole fucking city you're supposed to protect. It happens in comic books. And then in the end just break some guy's neck. Not like, not like spray him with some kind spray of. Spray him? Spray with what? Your cup of pubes? <laughs> something more like something more like but super he doesn't need to sp- than break his neck. But he doesn't need to spray them, and he can break his neck because they're from the same planet, so they have the same strength and the same everything. So he just broke his neck. Just, I don't know. That, like two people on our planet would just do. I got a point of soreness about that. Okay, that's fine. But I don't know what what your point of soreness is weird. Weird because I, most people I hear complain about it. Like they complain, and it's whatever. And then your complaint was that he didn't spray something on him. No, it was just that. It was just the answer. <laughs> they broke. They blew up all his buildings, and they he couldn't even just spray something. <laughs> like like get a can of Febreze out or something. I just mean that it was very anticlimactic that he wrecked an entire city when he could have just been sneaky sneak, got up behind this guy, you and just broke can't his sneak neck. up on Zod. I don't know. I haven't been asleep for a long time when that part finally started happening. He does have laser eyes. You can't just sneak up on somebody with laser eyes. I guess. And anyway. who have other minions running around that can be like, Hey Zod, behind you. I'm just saying. I just can't thought, sneak up on somebody like that. I just that. thought it was similar that he wrecked a place that he loved. Yes, he did. <laughs> think, to kill a bad guy. I think, I think, I think Rip had more of a connection with this restaurant than... Like, then Clark Kent did with Metropolis at that point in time. I fucked so many ladies in here. Get out. Take these pies yes. in the face. So there's a scene after this in a hotel room where Rip is dividing the room in half with tape to put a sheet up. Yeah. Uh, she, Sam. Why are they in the hotel? Because they had to stay the night. But what are they doing? That they're. I don't, well, I never in reality, what, they what they're doing. doing is nothing because this was all put together by Kurt Fuller's character to get her to seduce him. Right. To join the network. She didn't try very but hard. But the thing. Because she didn't know she was supposed to be seducing him. That's why I don't understand why he got so mad. He's like, you were, and she she even says, she's like, that's not what I was sent there to do. <laughs> like, she he, she didn't even know she was supposed to be seducing him. <laughs> and he was so pissed that she didn't seduce him. He slapped her. 
He did. He slapped her really fucking hard. <laughs> so hard, she had a massive fucking welt on her face. We have to get back to the hotel part, though. Yes, the hotel part. For one, he's wearing very short shorts. Like, like butt? uber crazy, like, sh- like ball sack butt. They grease. might not have been made for men. They were not. Um, they were made for runners and like little runner ladies, not like for a big old wrestling man. No. At one point, he turns the lights off, and the room becomes brighter than it already was. Twice this happens. Like the moon is the brightest it's ever been. In this moment, in this moment in time, it's, you gotta see those and it's literally candies. right outside their window. <laughs> it's like you, you can touch the moon from where they're at because that's about how fucking bright that that room is. It's just, it's just like like you see sometimes it happens in movies where like oh clearly they shut the lights off, but you can you still have to be able to see them. But it's, so it's not gonna be pitch black, and it's pretty obvious they got lighting in there. But this was like this was a little much. Like somebody was just standing outside with like a, like a just a spotlight. Outside like the a black curtain over it. Yeah, just barely. Here you go. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad, and then she comes out of the bathroom, in she's in a bra and mega eighties panties. Yeah, they're like panty like, shorts. They're not. Yeah, they're not even panties. Almost. They're like they're almost like his shorts. They're the weird panties. Like these were popular in they're the eighties. They're frilly. They're they like frills. They were like bigger, baggy, but cut like cut on an angle. Not shorts that are like. Across completely your legs. So I was like a trick. Like, are these panties? Are they shorts? Are you aroused? Is Maybe, this your grandma? Would, would they have been called shanties? Shant- sharties. Not shanties? I don't know. Maybe shanties. People get that too confused with like a shanty house. But then what did she came out and then what? And then she saw his almost his gooch because he was bent over doing something. And his, his like underneath... Butt crease was like practically out. Cause yeah, when she came out, he was like bent over doing something. Oh yeah, he was. He was. I don't know what he was. Cause doing. I remember being like, "Whoa, yeah. balls!" So they get into. He was writing the rest of the script. Yeah, <laughs> that's the same hotel room. <laughs> they. So they go to sleep, and it cuts, and it or it fades to like later in the night. Mm-hmm. She's sleeping, and the bed is shaking profusely. So you're led to believe he's on the other side of the bed masturbating. Cranking it. And she pull. Well, first of all, she listens up to the next to the blanket. Press your ear against it. And then she opens it, and what they show is, like, two little humps. And I didn't know what that was supposed to insinuate. Like his ass or his Yeah, I didn't know if that was supposed or... to insinuate his ass or his balls. But it's his feet. It's, it's like a the, vague like, reference to something that could be dirty, like you don't know what's going on. Yeah, or like, yeah, I don't, I don't, it was weird. It was weird. And yeah, it's, it's his feet, he's doing push-ups. And he's got his feet on the edge of the bed. Yes, to do push-ups. He's like, <laughs> and like the bed's shaking And then she seriously. goes back to sleep and he continues to just do them. That's what I said. He was working out all night, trying not to bang her. Probably, yeah. Trying not to weird so he gets rape on her. the bed, and the bed clearly falls apart. It's so obvious that some the bed just fell apart. Like you, like if you were laying in that bed, like she was, she's like, I don't know what's wrong with her that she didn't understand that the bed fell apart because she rolls over into him, and she's like, so pissed as if he was trying to rape her. Yeah, and he just goes, the bed fell apart. And then she's still pissed. And he's just How dare like... He? And what did he say? He's like, I'm gonna go out in the lobby. Because there's more something out there than there is in here. What did he say to her? 
He put up more oh, no, walls. He, he, he pulled off the, uh, oh, the yeah. blanket oh, yeah, and yeah, threw yeah, it yeah, at her yeah. and said, I don't need this. I can't put up walls half as good as you do. Or some shit like that. Something, yeah. Something real deep. Yeah, it was... Yeah, that was just... It was just ridiculous. That whole scene was uncomfortable. It was. And then... When she gets... She gets slapped and everything and in trouble for everything and she runs to Rip crying. He makes her laugh again. Oh my god. What did he even say? Oh, he's like, oh, remember that time? Oh, the, what did he, uh, he's like, I still... They're gonna send me the bill for the bed. Oh yeah. And then she was like, Haha, it's okay that I was assaulted. You're so funny. And they start having a tickle fight and makeout session on the couch. <laughs> and then they... Uh, and then the next scene just goes to this charity event. Kids everywhere. It was uh, Rip's Kids Sports for Kids. That's what it was called. Rip's Sports Rip, for Rip's Kids. Rip's Sports for Kids. That's what it was called. Um, Zeus shows up at this charity event. He had already previously challenged he like him. like a badass. He already previously challenged him. He showed up and nobody said anything. Right? Was anything even said? He like they just kind of stared each other like down, and Kurt Fuller kind of was just like, ha ha ha, and then they got back on the he helicopter. Just, like, yeah, it came in a helicopter. Yeah, it was very weird. And then shortly after this, they send somebody to rape Sam. <laughs> oh my God, I, I don't know if it was necessarily to rape her. Well, maybe it wasn't too raper, but this guy took... It, I, I think it, he was it, just... He was very opportunistic. He did. He took the opportunity to rape. Because her pants were unbuttoned, belt undone, shirt ripped open. Yeah. When, when um, Rip pulls around the corner in his motorcycle that he only rode that one time. Yeah. The whole movie, he only saw that motorcycle once. And I thought he was going to run that guy over with the motorcycle. Well, he like, point, ran, and... he, like, ran up on him, and that guy was, like, straddling the front wheel. Yeah. And he probably burnt his butthole and nuts off. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, ran him up, flung him onto a tree with the front wheel, mm-hmm. and then acted like he was going to run him over. At that point, he was dead already. Yeah. And then Dookie guy and the, chases he, him. Yeah. Well, no, he runs off. And then you, you see Randy at Zeus's fight gets seen that... You know, like, oh, this is Randy. Wait, Randy's which one? Oh, the brother? The brother okay, of Rick. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's at Zeus's fight. They find out who it's him. And he gets beaten like no other and put and into a what's coma. His face? Well, what's his face? The Zeus is like, what is he screaming? He's like, ah! Oh, yeah, he's like, he grabs Randy by the neck. And he's like, ah! Ah! It's like weird leather face the weepy leather face. Yeah, it was it was very screaming. very odd. Uh, yeah, I don't really know mm-hmm. what was going on there. It was, it was very weird. very weird. And then he like shook sure. him around and broke all his bones. Yeah. So then Randy's in the hospital. Hogan's crying. Randy wakes up. Randy's in a wheelchair. He's trying to learn. There's a montage of not Rip never trains for this. What? For this fight. No, he's sitting on his ass. He never trains for this, but yet Trying they're showing Zeus lady. constantly training. Punching cinder blocks. And yeah, Randy is... And then there, all the scenes there are hit Randy just rehabilitating. Yeah. That's the training sequence. Well, it's Zeus the, training and then Randy rehabilitating and Rip helping him. Well, we're always led to believe that all Rip needs... Rip can handle him his damn self. Yes. All he needs is his brother to be like... Wake up! It's something bad. If you don't wake up, you should wake up now. And then he's like, and then he's like, 
eyes bug out. Oh, of the and side. we forgot. So we also to... forgot when Rip goes to Zeus's gym and destroys it for about ten to fifteen oh, minutes. Yeah, he like loses his mind. Yeah, he literally. That was like a ten to fifteen. And minute there was like a scene. weird. It was just one of many scenes that went on way too long. Yeah, it was. Like... It was just like it was ridiculous. It was just like, why is this? Why is this going on for that so long? Brillo, Brill, Brell, 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 Brell. He well, there was like a video of him on the TV in the gym telling that Zeus guy like. You're the best, man. You are the coolest guy. Rip says when he kills you, you're not even worth the maggots. Yeah, something like... Well, maybe it wasn't so positive reinforcement. It was like, this guy's gonna fuck your skull if you don't kill him. Probably like that. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. basically, that was ex- exact quote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on, let me put these pubes in this cup real quick, and then I'll <laughs> sc- skull fuck you. Um... Whatever. So when they go to the final round of the Battle of the Tough Guys, was that the Battle of the Tough Guys? Rip didn't Still? even qualify. I don't even understand. <laughs> I don't when think the that was the Battle of the... of the Tough Guys anymore. I think it was just the 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 big bout. Like the challenge was laid down by Zeus. Here's the big event in the octagon ring, and everybody's dressed like they're you know at the Academy Awards <laughs> or something even fancier. You know, like some sort of royal wedding or something that's mm-hmm. happening here. Uh, so it's definitely, you know, they're dressed, like how people dress when they go to wrestling events. And they kidnap Sam, like we were saying before, mm-hmm. and they ask Rip to throw the match. So throughout the match, they, they're, you know, it's no holds barred, they're going at it. Rip's getting beat down, getting strength from Randy... He, uh, Sam is... Why does Randy have moles on his face? I don't know where those came from. That was the part I didn't understand, the moles. I don't know where those came from. Um, at one point, Sam escapes from being kidnapped, and there the one Jewish guy yells, Why didn't you shoot her? (laughs) Which is honestly a logical thing. Like, it's one of the more logical things said in this movie. Like, oh, your kidnapped, your kidnappee ran away. Why didn't you shoot her? Like, you know, most people don't say that in a movie. It's like, oh, we'll get her next time or something. Um, but those guys get knocked out eventually, so it doesn't really matter. So they, you know, the match is getting out of control. Zeus is ripping apart the ring. He's ripping metal up in half posts. And basically, no wonder he went to jail before, because he's about to kill Rip. And Kurt Fuller is all for it. And he, towards the end of it, he's like, I've had enough of him. Just kill him already. Yeah. So he's like, I've had enough, this is getting out of, you know, whatever. And... This is getting out of hand, kill him! So they go back and forth, they're going all over this arena, television studio, whatever it is. Who knows? Kurt Fuller's in, like, the studio room, and as they're fighting up near the studio room, Kurt Fuller is, like, just destroying everything. Yeah. Like, for whatever reason. like, Oh, a billion people could have been watching this, and you could have had the best ratings you've ever had on the World Television Network. Instead, you destroy all of the equipment. Yes, you just destroy all of the equipment. And... So he's just freaking out. Rip does the double axe handle, which is his finisher... Terrible finisher. Terrible finisher. It's just like, really, like, out of all the things. It's not even epic. He just, just runs up to him. Bonk. Um, but he does it off the top of this, like, platform. Uh-huh. And Zeus goes through the middle of the ring. And falls in there dead. And he's dead? 
yeah. like bleeding blood came from the out mouth. Of his mouth. He was dead. That's what in the movie. That in this movie, if blood comes out of your mouth, you are dead. But blood came out of Randy's mouth, and he didn't die. Oh, he's a magical unicorn of a person. He had Sadie, a purpose in life. Sadie didn't die. Wow. There's blood in his mouth. Regardless, Rip gets, uh, you know, he's he's killed Zeus apparently, and he turns around, throws a chair at the window mm. where Kurt Fuller is, starts going towards Kurt Fuller, Kurt Fuller backs into the electrical equipment that he's destroyed and electrocutes himself on accident. And then blood comes out of his mouth. Yeah, he's and dying, blood, he's yes. dead. Well, I would already assume he was dead because he got electrocuted massively. It was the blood that really... Yeah, him. it was the blood. I, that... I knew he was dead because yeah. he was bleeding from his mouth. Yes. Okay. But one, there's two things about this movie. Uh, nobody else, there was no death or anything like that, really. There was people beat up and they were knocked out here and there. And then all of a sudden these two people just die. It's a very weird ending. It's like, you, he killed these characters? Like, he they killed were them. over at them by the time they were done writing it. They were like, just kill people now, we're done. What's that? And there's no other way out. We just gotta kill some people. There's no easy way out. No, what are they gonna there's do? No go shortcut. to jail? No, there's no wants shortcut them. home. Nobody wants to see him go to jail. They want to see him to die. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And obviously in this context, he's supposed to kill Zeus, but the other guy is a dick and an asshole, so he killed himself on accident, which just seems like he won a Darwin yeah. Award. Yeah. So that seems appropriate. That we wanted him to die. He was terrible. He beat a lady. Yes, he did beat a woman. Uh, it was just a very, it was just He's... a very weird ending to this movie. But uh, this movie was weird. I did like uh, this one review on IMDb. It says, "What's that smell? A success. <laughs> a brilliant success. The only movie to inspire a Green Day album." This Hulk, Hogan, <laughs> this Hulk Hogan classic tells the story of Jesus Christ's fight against the Romans in this modern day battle. Instead of the battlefield taking place in the days of old, our hero getting crucified, the battle is in a bar, and Hulk Hogan gets Zeusified. Jesus, a.k.a. Rip, lashes out the same way 2,000 years later with raw muscle power and brute force. Could Jesus be locked in a car by a bladder-deficient limo driver? No. Neither could the Hulkster. Hulkamania lives on and rises again every Easter. Simply stated, worship the Hulkster, or chances are you will suffer eternal damnation. This movie is a quality family flick that should be oh. watched religiously every Sunday. The creator may have rested on the seventh day, but on the eighth day, he made no holds barred. Oh, that wow. review is fucking beautiful. <laughs> That is Maybe beautiful. he should have written the script. Christ figure. Seriously. I don't know if I'd go that far with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Wowie. Zowie. Yeah, that... I'm not like how this person says, bottom, bottom line, Hulk Hogan is the next Eastwood. <laughs> well, with a little less hair, they are the same age, aren't they? Never saw a better non-actor do a better job since, the, since last night when I was watching an early Tracy Lords movie, God Bless Her. Oh my god. This person like all about Tracy Lords. Like, so was like weird. like 15 if it was an early Tracy Lords movie. <laughs> Any what? real American or Hulkamaniac, this mo- this is a must-own video. Sorry to say, for some reason, many places, well all, do not sell this monumental film. This was written uh, a long time ago before they re-released this movie on uh, DVD. When this Blu-ray. film might have been considered monumental. And but no, this was written in like 2003, so... 
But, I mean, they just re-released this movie on DVD and Blu-ray a couple years ago. My eyes just crossed. Uh, so I suggest you go to your local video store and just slip it under your coat. Make sure you dust <laughs> it off first. I'm sure they won't even notice. Good luck and remember to train, say your prayers, and drink beer. That's not what Hulk Hogan said. He did not. He told you to drink your milk. <laughs> say your prayers and train. Not, not to... And take your vitamins. That's what it was. This guy's um, stealing some probably porn, some Tracy Lords, vintage, fourteen year old Tracy Lords, and then encouraging drinking and stealing. I don't know. I'm not all about that guy. <laughs> the Tracy Lords part was weird. <laughs> I was watching this after I got done watching some early Tracy Lords movies. God bless her. <laughs> That's just some next level shit right there. Some next level shit. I don't want to touch any of that, any of that cheese pizza. Oh. I don't want to touch any of that. It's so oily. It's very Wait, I don't understand oily and, pizza and early cheese pizza. CP. Cheese just pizza. think about it. Just think about it and you'll you'll understand. Anyways. Oh, I understand it. Yes. I understand it. I understand yes. it. I understand it. So, uh, that was No Holds Barred from 1989. Next week, Yay. Gina has, has requested we watch the 1992 film starring Emilio Estevez, Mick Jagger, and Anthony Hopkins. And Rene uh, Russo. And Rene Russo. The film we speak of... L.A. Confidential. Is L.A. Confidential. <laughs> no, it's none other than Free Jack. Yeah. Uh, this movie is absolutely absurd. <laughs> Uh, I know a lot of people that have seen this movie and know what this is. Uh, if you've ever seen True Romance, it's playing on, like, all the TVs in the movie. Uh, I don't even know if you can find this movie on DVD and stuff. My friend has You can watch it on Amazon Instant, so we, we have that option. Uh, I'm sure like... But I have, I have this movie. You can actually get, a, you can buy a brand spanking new copy of this on DVD. You want to know how much you can buy this for? $43.29. What? So it's an out of print. It's out of print. This is for on. This is for new, never taken out of the package. Right, 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 right. Why the fuck would you care? Or you can buy it for sixteen dollars. You could download it for no for dollars. Uh, that one might be region. Do you not encourage that. That one might be region friendly, so I don't know about that. So you know, whatever's going on. Only one left in stock on that forty-three dollars. Oh, oh shit! Shit! Fuck. <laughs> or you can get it on laserdisc for four dollars. We watched the trailer for it last night, and it yeah, was yes. more terrible than yes. I remember. Free Jack is it's it's. A, well, when would it in Silence of the Lambs come out? Ninety-two, Because I'm wondering, like, was this coming off the heels of Silence of the Lambs? Why is Anthony Hopkins? Yeah, what's he doing in this? Yeah, this is Silence of the Lambs ninety-one. So he's like, oh, I'm going to do Sounds of the Lambs, you know. I'm going to do uh, Dracula, being Bram Stoker's Dracula, right? Helsing. And then uh, I'm going to be uh, Free Jack. Wasn't Free Jack, like, I feel like Free Jack... And his name was McCandles. That's, that's his name, McCandles. Maybe he had either, a, he was a real big Rolling Stones fan, or... Or he was real big into uh, race cars. Or wasn't there some sort of like technical like bounty hunters from the future transport a doomed car yeah. race car from driver like to two thousand nine New York where his mind will be replaced with that of a deadly dead billionaire. I feel like with future movies you always run the risk of like future cool like 
I don't know, almost like Avatar. Cool, it's cool, based cool. off a novel. Or you can be future, like, in time, which was like, I don't know if that was a future movie. It was like a sort of like traveling all over time. I'm just saying, futuristic is all like, time, cool, awesome. In time, really, isn't that the one with Justin Timberlake where it's off and Olivia Wilde? Oh, yeah, it's like yeah, absolutely like, awful. I have like, I have 3,000. These are just, I pulled them out of my ass. I don't know what I'm thinking. Yeah, but like, I'm just saying, futuristic could go like, yes, that's the vision of the future and that's very cool. I hope that happens. Or like, wow, this fucking ate a big shit and sucks. I don't know. Uh, I was just looking at the director of uh, Free Jack and seeing what else he had done. What else? He apparently had a, a boner for. Uh, Mr. Estevez, he did Young Guns 2. Oh, jeez. Uh, Under Siege 2. Nice. Fortress 2. Yeah. And that's about it. That's about it. So he's done a lot of dookie. Never s- uh, Yeah, I guess. I, I don't. You know what? There's also... Um, I had to find this. I saw this years ago. A movie we need to watch. Uh, aside from... Uh, I found that movie... Vibrations or whatever... Uh, it's called Never Too Young to Die. It's a movie starring John Stamos and Gene Simmons. I swear this movie exists. And it is an action movie. Sounds awful. <laughs> it sounds so bad. I don't understand what this, why would this have happened. Yeah, I remember seeing it like eons ago. And, and... Soundtrack action... done by the Beach Boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know. We, we, we need to, to watch it one time. So, uh, next week is Free Jack. Uh, you can watch on Amazon Instant Video, and uh, if you have it on DVD or uh, maybe YouTube, I'm not sure. So, check it out, and uh, we will be back next week with Free Jack. Yay! So, for be Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. I'm Gina. I'm Ryan. Dookie boobs. Touch pubes. Oh, touch pubes. Again? Oh, we already touched pubes. What about rip them? Oh, rip boobs? Rip pubes. Rip pubes. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it's the best of the worst. <laughs>